Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. And I also believe that you have to find happiness outside of your marriage. Yeah. Like, you know, for a long time, I always thought my happiness came from my husband. And I'm like, no, I've realized that, yo, I'm going to find happiness within yourself. Yeah, within myself. So even if I'm going through something in my marriage, it's not going to make me just this mean, bitter person. No, I'm still happy. I'm still jolly. I'm still me. I swear the I was around the corner when she walked right in. High heels, short dress. He should have known right there. He walked over like, you the shorty, I should be rocking. She told him, baby, I'm a job. We need to get clocked in. She next level. Eyes full of pride. She won't settle. No breaks. So she hit the road. Foot to the pedal. No days off. I mean, that's often offensive. She like the ball, like the park with the fences. Yeah. So her lifestyle get awfully expensive. She might dismiss it, but it's hard to resist her. Because she's a boss. Today we have Tara Kirkmarty. We have Kiafa Vic on the show, so we'll see yeah. kind of- With style. Yes, always stylish. <laughs> Kiafa is so fly, I don't even know what to do. And this one over here, Terika, my gosh, if this girl, I, she has a six pack no matter what the occasion. <laughs> I was looking at yeah. that. No like, matter what the occasion. But even her kids have six packs. Yeah. She don't even look like she have kids. How many kids do you have? You don't wanna know. No, huh, we wanna know. I have six. Shut the hell up. <laughs> See, I told you, I told you, I told Where? you. Stand up, girl. You got to stand up. Come on. Stand up, honey. No. Turn yes. around. Yes. Born, like yes. six pack, six pack all the time. You got to give me your workout plan. Me too. You moved to um, Houston, right? What is going on in Houston? Like how I have, so I told Brandon about kind of like the devastation that was going on and it was just breaking my heart. But he turned on the news and he couldn't find anything about it. I don't know. I haven't even looked at the news because we haven't had power or internet service for like almost a week. So we weren't able to watch anything on the news. Only thing that we were able to see was when we got an occasional signal on our phones and looked at Instagram. So we were looking at it in real time too, not realizing, you know, what everybody else was going through. Because we lost our cable, but it was only about six, I mean, not our cable, but our power yeah. for about 16 hours. But it was weird because our neighbors' powers were going on and off. Yeah. So it's kind of like they were doing that little rolling blackout thing. Um, but for us, it wasn't that bad. I mean, we had a busted pipe outside, thankfully, not oh inside. Um, but everywhere around us, I mean, it was just, you know, horrible. Yeah. So was it cold too, right? Oh, it was freezing. It was already... I want to say 40 degrees outside when the storm hit. Um, and once the power went out, like our house got down to maybe about 30 degrees inside the house. With babies the house. in the house. With yeah, babies with in babies the house. In the so house. how did they keep warm? Oh, we layered up. We layered up and we huddled up. So like we were all in one Football bed. Football team. Yeah. The football. <laughs> football is life. I mean, and we were able to stay in the house as long as we could. And I mean, our plan B was to just get in the car. We had had gas in the car. We were just going to get in the car and just but warm that's up. that's even scary, oh, yeah. warming up, but yeah. just leaving because I heard a lot of people trying to evacuate. Yeah, you it couldn't really leave because it was black ice everywhere. The streets were horrible. Um, 
we tried to leave to go and check on our nanny, and like the sh you couldn't get by. It was accident after accident, just on all the roads. So we kind of just nobody stayed. was prepped for it. Did you guys get like any warnings warning. about? Well, we got a warning that the storm was going to come, but nobody knew that the power was going to go out. So for it to be that bad. Well, the storm, I guess, was bad from a standpoint of. You know, you couldn't, they don't know how to clear the roads in Houston. They don't salt the, you know, the roads to clear the because snow. Because it's not normal. Right. So we just knew that we were going to be stuck in for a couple of days. So we prepared to be stuck in. The news prepped you to be stuck in the house. Stuck in the house. That was the only preparation, you know, that was given. And we didn't know for how long, you know, when were the roads going to be clear. Because we were supposed to get another storm two days after the first. So the first storm came on Sunday. The second one came on Wednesday, and that was supposed to be freezing, I, I mean, frozen ice, or the roads were going to be frozen. Yeah. So then again, we couldn't go anywhere again. So the kids were out of school the entire week, yeah. um, and we were just stuck with no internet, no power for a little bit. But for the most part, for us, since our power came on before our friends, people came to our house. So we were like a sheltering unit. So we were like Jeez. deep. Yeah. yeah, like kids... Yeah. Families, people were bringing their dogs. We were trying to figure out where dogs were going to go to separate dogs. And well, that's, that's good, you guys. Open yeah, your that's home. That's a testimony to you and Crow's heart, you know, to be able to open your home for people. I mean, and on top of that, we're in a pandemic still. Mm -hmm. So there's COVID and everything else still going on. And that's the thing that we all, nobody talked about COVID that entire week. It was more so Survival. like, it's cold, come here, you can come to my house. We weren't thinking about wearing masks. We weren't thinking about any kind of protection from that standpoint. It was more so, we have power. Everybody else is cold. They need to get here. And how could we get them here? So how is it right now after the storm? Like, are people coming in to help? Um, from what I hear, a lot of people have come in to help. Um, we've donated to Trey's um, relief gang. And I know he's just out in the streets every day, you know, trying to provide food, water, and even buying hotels for people who still don't have um, places to stay. Um, so for the most part, from my knowledge, um, everybody should have power right now. We're still in a boil water notice. Even in our area, people are still boiling water. The water is not clean, so I know they're still trying to fix that. But for the most part, um, you see a lot of people coming out to help. A lot of plumbers, um, the governor has given the order to allow plumbers from anywhere to come in to help um, help with the busted pipe situation so they don't have to have a license in the state of Texas to help. So That's horrible. I, but did you see anything on it? Like, did, was there news on it? Did you pay attention to it? Or was I only there, saw um, posts from people putting on their stories what's going on in there. Right. The news, there was no... So I don't understand. Like, I don't understand why the news did not cover what was happening because there's people that I talked to that had no clue that was going on. Mm -hmm. No clue whatsoever have family and friends in Texas and had no idea because they're not on social media like that. And a lot of us believe that the city turned the power off on us because if you look, like there's some pictures floating on Instagram where the whole downtown city is lit up in lights and everywhere surrounding it is like blacked out. So we're like, how do you guys have lights and we're all in the dark? So it's said that, you know, to save money since Texas is on its own grid for power, mm -hmm. that it was going to cost them too much money to source power from somewhere else that they just decided to black it out. That's crazy.
That's horrible. Well, whatever it is, um, I'm glad that you are okay and people are kind of coming back and rallying together. I mean, this has been <laughs> first 2020, you know, and then I know, now right? all those things that are happening in 2021, but it just makes me think about all of, like, we're just not prepared. Like, people are just, Raina makes fun of me all the time because I'm like a doomsday preparer. Like, he's like, <laughs> he's like if there is a zombie apocalypse, like, you are ready. You know, because I have like what you got, girl. I got everything. Listen, listen. I will have the the ladder. You know, for fire safety, I got little kids. So if we're on second story, there's a ladder on the second story, just in case somebody oh, got you, it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I got a five day savings, um, food and water uh, backpack for the car that has like one of the window breakers. You go into water. And a blanket and like some other stuff. You bed back. You have and this in every car you drive. Just... I did until he took them out. <laughs> he, but anyway, that's anyways. the husband for you, right? He's like, "What's gonna happen?" But guess what? If anything goes down, he's gonna be like, "Mishi, Mishi, where is this? This? Come this? On, and baby, this? You threw it out." I know. I know one thing. We're definitely getting a generator. Like, it's, yes, yeah. generators are. I learned that the hard way. Florida, you need a generator. I'm just gonna pay for it. I don't care how much it costs. But this is the other thing. Like, and I was talking to Brandon too. Florida, ha like, we're the generator state, right? Like, we got generators. Our generators, people's generators should have been going to Texas to help, but nobody knew, nobody knew what was going on. Like, we could afford another generator. So if we needed to donate the generator that we have to Texas, to somebody, to a family, to a, a, a nursing home, to a, a anything, we could have done that. But we didn't even know. Because it wasn't publicized, like it wasn't public, um, and I, I, that's my question. I just need. I would. I would love to understand the reason why news outlets weren't talking about this twenty four seven. I have no idea. Yeah. Anyways, it's really disturbing, but I'm happy that you're here. Thank you. Thank God that you're safe. I haven't seen you in forever. I know. I miss um, you. I know. It's been so long. Like I think we have such a good um, camaraderie. Now, how do you know Terika? Well, for uh, when did we first meet? Um, PAO. So PAO, I think it was when we first met, which is the Pro, pro Athletes Outreach. Um, and we talk about it all the time. Well, we've talked about it a couple times on the show. Ashley um, spoke about it. And Dion, I think she might have spoke about it too. But interesting enough, um, Dion, Ashley, and Terika were all in Brandon and my group. Um, so when we first started PAO, we were, uh, it was like our first year of marriage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, marriage is tough. Marriage is tough. I don't care. I'll put it this way. Each person is grace for their significant other. You know, I, by the grace of God, I am grace for Brandon and Brandon is grace for me. I don't know if anybody else could deal with me and I don't know if anybody else could deal with him, you know? <laughs> and I think the same for every relationship. Um, everybody has their different dynamics. So, you know, we went there at a time where we were young, uh, 26 years old, first year of marriage. Um, one of his friends, I think, um, introduced us to it. And we went back every single year. It helped our marriage. Um, it helped us grow. It helped us kind of learn what the image of marriage was, because I grew up in a single home. And so we just didn't really understand what marriage looked like, although we were married. We didn't do marriage counseling beforehand. And so we learned through PAO and through our walk with Christ, basically. And then maybe four years in, 
we became um, group, kind of group leaders. And Terika was in our first. So I'm first coming to you for marriage counseling? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Me well, and Chad coming to you. Right? Yes, maybe. A group session. I feel maybe. like with as many well, sessions that we've gone through, because I, I think this would have been our 12th or 13th year going so to PAO. Every year? every year. It's been our, it's our commitment to our marriage every year oh. to go and like refresh. Because when we first started, we were in that same age mm -hmm. range and like our shit was just trash. Yeah. To be honest, like. How long have you guys been married? It'll be 13 years oh, this year. Blessing. Yes. So yeah, it was literally like, it'd be, but um, you know, we were fighting on our way going to PAO and then we ended Listen, up. Listen, <laughs> everybody like, fights on their way going to PAO. I'm telling I'm just you like, that how can I just pretend in front of these people that I love you? I don't even like you. So no. what, what, what made you guys want to go? Well, I don't know if another wife on our team saw, you know, the kind of relationship or where we were going and how we were interacting with each other. And she was just like, you know, I just, you know, there's this ministry that I want you to attend and we're going to pay for you to go. So I was like, okay, I just had a baby. I'm going to pay to send me somewhere. I'm going to go. And she sponsored us. And was your husband against it? No, I mean, he was willing to go. I mean, we both know Christ and we both, you know, wanted to give it a try. And plus, we had just had a newborn and we were like, this is a vacation. Yeah. Let's go. And then she like offered to pay for our daycare while we were there. And it was just like it was the biggest blessing in my marriage, in my life that I, I can't even pay her back for what she did for us. Like it was the best thing. And we needed it. And we need it every single year because it's not like we need it that year. But every year it's something that we get from going to this ministry that is just like, dang, I don't even want to go. We keep going. Are we going to get something new? And every year, God blesses us with something new for going to this Because ministry. if you don't, you get, com get comfortable and become complacent. And then you forget the coping skills that you were taught. Right. And you definitely forget. But not only that, you grow. Yeah. So like Brandon and I first started, actually, we were in somebody else's group. Um, ben and Kirsten Watson, we were in their group. And same. They we were saw, in the same group together. They saw, yeah. And they, you know, they, they saw us at a really low point, point in our marriage, you know, and we, through the teaching that we had there and our own commitment to our relationship and the work that we put in, we grew. But then from that, we didn't go back at the same level we came in. We came back four or five years later, and then we are group leaders, core group leaders, core group leaders thank you, helping other couples and telling them our story and kind of the experiences that we had with communication and in-laws and sex. I don't think people understand how important communication is when you are in a relationship. Um, it's everything. If yeah. you can't communicate effectively with your partner, it's just like, you know, y'all can't coexist together. Well, I learned through that ministry, too, that I wasn't even... I was thinking I was communicating with him, but I wasn't actually communicating with him. You know, I was more so telling him what I wanted, what he needs to do, and you better do it or else. Instead of actually saying, hey, you know what? When you do this, I feel like this. Right. And or sometimes we assume so that, that they I know. feel more comfortable. Assume. Yeah. yeah. And I, I definitely, I still assume, which is bad. Like, you should know by now, like, you know, 13 years. But you know, still, you therapist to told me one day, and it, it just clicked in my head, like, this is amazing. He was like, you know, because Mike always say, I just tell him, like, you know, you stupid because you can't do it this way or that way. And my therapist was like, you know, it's more than one way to do something mm -hmm. yes. and get a result. And I was like, it just, it clicked in my head. Like, yeah, like, you know what? Let me stop being so hard on you. <laughs> like, let me chill. So do you guys go to counseling together or? We do separate. We do together. We do it all. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's so important. You, 
you you have to go. It's like keeping your. your was it life. hard getting him to go to counseling? Absolutely or? not. No, it was, it was his idea. We talked about this on another show, too, about counseling and the importance of mental health, whether it's for yourself or your marriage. And so I'm so glad that you brought that up because I have my counselor that I see. Brandon and I have been to couples counseling. He has his that he sees. Do you go to or have you been? I've been. We used to go together, um, but we haven't found a counselor you know, where we're oh, at now. Oh, because you just moved. But yeah. what we do is we do check-ins. So we have... You know, Ben and, and Kristen and Kirsten. Yeah. Um, but we also use our pastors. You know, we talk to Pastor Miles and and, and different other pastors. Therapy? So, yeah. So we do check-ins now. Like, we'll be like, hey, you know, this is the quarterly. Let me see where you guys are at. We'll sit and talk and, you know, see what's going on. But for the most part, we've learned to really love each other. And we're just in a place now where we communicate. Like, I think we've just grown so much. Yeah. Um, I have my stuff. He has his stuff. But, like, we work it out. So, Do y'all know y'all husband's love language? Or I do. I do. I do, too. That's important, too. Uh-huh. I'm important. A, let's quiz them. Let's see, if, <laughs> let's, see, let's see if they know ours. I think, I'm pretty sure Brandon does. That's but. funny. Me and my husband, we just did this thing where I asked him, like, all these questions about me. Like, like my mom's name, first name, last name. Like, does she have brothers and sisters? Like, you know, my favorite movie or places I want to travel. It was so funny. He was like, damn, I need to get to know you a little better because some of them he was a little shaky on. Oh, really? <laughs> How long have you guys been married? Yeah, I know. I pretty much knew most. Yeah, all of his. Yeah. It's, um, we've been together for 19 years. 19 wow. years married? 19 years married? We've been married for eight years? Eight Hold years. on on. Going on nine. Long, wow. long time. Yeah. How many years is it for you guys? Uh, thirteen. Uh, eleven years married. And how long yeah. you and? It'll be it'll be thirteen years together. Thirteen years married. We married three months after we got together. Good, good girl. He was like, he wasn't trying to let that go. He's like, ah, that ain't going nowhere. No, it was really like a pop up, like. You know, oh, I need you to run this errand with me. And I was like, okay. And then we went to go run the errand, and it was the courthouse. He was like, I want to get married. I'm like, okay. He's like, no, right now. How old were you? Uh, I was 26, I think, 26, yeah. We got married at the courthouse first, too. I yeah. tell you the story about how Brandon, when he, how he decided he was <laughs> going to propose to me. It was a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> and he, you had the ladders ready? He No, he had a dream. It was a zombie apocalypse, and he... Uh, like lost me in the pickup truck and he was crying in his sleep or woke up crying and that he was like I can't live my life without her and we went to the courthouse we went to the we went to the court we went to the courthouse and got married and then we had our wedding ceremony like a year uh six months later are you a fairy tale type no I never I never had like the image of because I mean growing up in the household with a single, uh, you know, parent, and then I, I didn't have that need or desire to say, oh my gosh, I just want the fairy tale wedding and the fairy tale marriage with three kids and the picket fence and this and that and that. To me, it was just like, if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. I'm happy either way. I'm, I was very comfortable with who I was. I was comfortable with kind of where I was going. But when I, when I realized that I was in love, when I realized that Brandon was the man for me, at that moment, I wanted to get married. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. 
Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car... Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. But I didn't have the image of marriage to attach it to. You know what I mean? I come from the same background. You know, my mom has never been married. You know, didn't have that kind of, you know, knowledge of marriage. So I never really was like, oh, I'm going to get married. I knew I wanted to have kids, though. Right. So that's crazy to know, like, oh, my mom has kids, so it's okay for me to have kids, but I don't necessarily have to have this man there. So that's weird that, you know, you grow up not having that fairy right. tale so, dream yeah. where, yeah. you know, that becomes your reality. What about you? Did you have the whole fairy tale? I did. <laughs> you look like <laughs> sitting over there quiet, not saying nothing. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I had a fairy tale wedding. Um, yeah, I did. And it was so funny because my husband asked me to keep our wedding private. And that was like, what? My wedding is beautiful. Like, and he was like, no, I don't want cameras. I don't want pictures. I don't want this day to be criticized by the public. And I had to respect him because whatever we put out for the world to see, the world judges. Yeah. And we can't stop that. You know, so what we put out, people are going to judge no matter what. So I respected him. And I did not post pictures of my wedding for like years later. Like I still only circulate a few images of my wedding. I just want to see the dress. <laughs> I had several dresses. I might have misunderstood. Oh, you had several dresses? Several. I had two. I might have misunderstood the question. I never had the fairy tale image of marriage, oh. but I had a fairy tale wedding. I had a fairy tale wedding too. So I'm sure. yeah, I had a fairy tale yeah. wedding, but not I definitely had the fairy tale image oh, okay. of, of like and it's so funny, when I met my husband, y'all, I swear to God, I'm not I'm not lying. You gotta tell us how you met him. Yeah. How <laughs> I'm on you for so long, I don't even know. No, okay. I was in college. I had just turned 21 and I went to a nightclub. You know, you want to get out. You're 21. You want to drink. You want to be all grown. So I go to a nightclub and I don't know, this night I must have been looking like extra, extra good because like all the men in the club wanted to buy me drinks. They just wanted to talk to me. It was popping. Right. Popping that night. Right. You know, like popping. And so I, like, I know I got like two Still drinks it, in my girl. hand. I got two guys in my ears, like trying to holler. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just enjoying myself. And I look across the bar and I see this guy and he's just smiling. I'm like, oh, he's like took my breath away. Like, damn, he's fine, fine. So, you know, I'm looking, I'm talking to these two guys in my ear. He's smiling. I'm looking at him smiling like, 
<laughs> Looking all stupid. I know I look so stupid. So one of his friends come over and he like, y'all know who that is over there? And my girlfriend like, no, who you talking about? And she was, he was like, oh, that's Mike Vick over there. And my girlfriend, she heard, heard that name before. So I'm like, who did he say? He was like, Mike Vick. And so my girlfriend, her name was Tiffany at the time. She was like, oh, I know him. Like he played football. And I was like, well, let me see him. Where he at? So she pointed him out and I was like, oh, that's the guy I've been smiling at all night. Like, I'm a groupie. So I'm like, I go to the other side of the club. I'm like, oh no, I'm not going to, no more smiling at him. So it's a shaky booty contest in the club. So we go see the, and he's a judge. This was his, so he was a judge. So I watched the shaky booty contest. I go back to another spot in the club and he finds me. He comes over and he's like, oh, you know, where, where you go? What's up? And I'm like, oh, Nothing. Like trying to be all and yo, so he's like, Can I get your number? So I gave him my number. And he came back a couple of minutes later. He was like, Dang, I ain't put it in my phone right. Like, can I get it again? I'm like, okay. So club over. I go outside. He is all in this girl's face. Like they look like they about to like kiss or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm walking by. He grabs my hand. He's like, You coming home with me? I'm like, uh, Absolutely not. Correct. Absolutely not. Did you go the next day? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> funny story. Funny, funny story. He tried to see me for like a Don't month. Don't like y'all. No, y'all, y'all go the first night, but you be like, okay. He called again. He tried to see me for like a month. Like, he asked me to go to the Super Bowl with him. He asked me to go to the Pro Bowl. He asked me to go all these places. You turned the all club. that down, girl? I was in school. I was in college. I couldn't go. I had like midterms or something. And it was just like, he was like, yo, you, you trying to play me? And I'm like, no, I just, I'm busy. I'm in school. He's like, yo, don't nobody like tell me no. And I'm like, oh, well, this bitch tells you no. Like, uh, yeah, I think that's one, two, three, four that tell their, their men no from time to time. Absolutely. And um, the respect is there for yeah. sure. And it was so cute because I finally, his, he was like, you want to go to Hawaii with me? And I'm like, oh, I really do. But my job was like, I tried to get off work. My job was like, no, you can't take off work. Girl, for I would have had a sick call slip or something. No, but it was so My mama would have called at that point. That was grown. I was in college. Ain't no mama calling your job this time. So listen, no, my job was like, no. So I told him, I was like, listen, I really want to go. But my job said, no. He was like, quit your job. And I'm like, I'm not quitting my job. Like, no. He's like, I give you all the money you need for six months to pay your bills. So you feel good. Okay. And I was like, okay. That's how Crow got me a similar story. Yeah. It's like, I'll take care. I got you. So you didn't, uh, on the first shot, the first shot, he didn't, you didn't take him on the first shot. I loved shot. him from the moment I seen him smile. Correct. But you didn't give him wait, the time of day gave, from the first shot. When you gave the Nikki up? I made him wait about a month. But I can tell y'all, <laughs> no lie. No lie. Like, I knew, like, that first time I went over his house, I wanted to be like, damn, he looked good. I wanted to give it up. But I was just like... Let me wait. Let me be, you know, let me be. But he was kind. He was always, like, respectful. Never, no crazy, nothing, nothing. That's, <laughs> that's how Antonio was. Antonio, I met Antonio at a party, and he was like, oh, you know, I want you to come see me. I was like, no, I don't have a car. I really didn't have a car at the time. A car had got repoed. Like, I'm just like, I don't have a car. <laughs> she, did you tell him you said the car? Well, you know, he knew me. Well, we knew each other, but he, he, I had a mutual friend with him, so he already knew I was going through it. So okay. he would call me like, you need anything? Like, we talked, but, you know, I didn't tell him my business, but he knew my business. I was like, no, I can't come see you. It's like, I don't have a car. He was like, oh, I got an extra car. I'll send it to you. Okay. An extra car, right? He sent me a car, his Escalade. Girl, I crashed the car the week one. I was oh I called him. I was like, yeah, I crashed your car. We don't ever have to talk again. I'm so sorry. He was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah. 
My, I have my daughter. He's like, is Jordan okay? I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, I'll send you another one. I got a BMW the next week. I told my mom, I was like, yeah, he's, he's the one. <laughs> I was like, because he was just like so given and so persistent. He was just like, I just want to make sure you can get out here safe to see oh, me. Oh, that's so sweet. That's oh, impressive. Two cars in, in two weeks? <laughs> I was sold. Every relationship and every marriage has a different dynamic, right? Mm -hmm. So there's always those good times that you remember, but you guys go through difficult times too. How do you guys keep the connection through like the difficult times and what do you do to bring it back to center? Like what do you do to kind of make sure that you, you're solid and you're one with your, with your man? I feel like you have to let go of your ego. Your pride, you have to put all that to the side. You have to be vulnerable for your husband. You have to show him your, your innermost fears and let him know that, you know, this is where you want to be. This is where you want him to be. And you have to like communicate. This is where communication comes. If he doesn't know what you want or what you're lacking, how can he give you that? I used to always want him to be this man, this man, this man. But I'm like, how can you be this man when I'm never telling you what exactly I want? I'm just feeling like you're supposed to know this. Like I, my love language is gifts. I like gifts, big, small, you know, but he, he he's so stressed. When it's my birthday or Christmas, my husband is stressed trying to buy me a gift. And I'm like, I can buy you a gift and you are so appreciative. You're like, baby, I love this. How did you know? I'm like, I pay attention to you. I listen to you yeah. when you talk. Like, you you like golf. So I know that I'm going to get you something for golf. You don't pay attention to me like this. So we had to just go back and we had to dumb everything down and just learn each other totally and fully. And it's not, it's not easy. It's something that you always, always have to work on. There's different seasons for everything. Like you go through those good times and then sometimes you hit a bump and then sometimes you go right back up sometimes again. Sometimes they last a long time. And too. sometimes, so it, sometimes it could be a week or it could be a whole damn season where it's rough and Absolutely. sticky. So I, I appreciate that. And you saying that you have to kind of learn each other and you have to take a step back and learn. Because each like you said, you grow. You know, yeah. next year I might be somebody totally different than I am. I might have had an experience that changed my outlook on life. Yeah. And you have to continuously know who your spouse is. But I, so going back to when you said you wanted him to be a certain man, sometimes it's not good to, because they are who they are. Mm -hmm. we, can, we can say we want to be this type of person, but they are. We have to accept that person and learn not to. Not all the no, time. I don't, I don't but but you can't change a person. You you can't change a person, you but you can them. you can enable them and you can uplift not, them to not be saying accepting their flaws. I'm saying a person that person we can't to their say, core. Right. We can't say I want you to be this this certain person and they're not that person because if that's not them, eventually that person is gonna fade away because they're changing for you. They're gonna fade away and turn back to the, themselves. I don't know really if are. I necessarily agree with that because, but this is the reason why. This is the reason why. Because, so, like, say affection, for instance. Like, if Brandon isn't affectionate and it's something that I really want, right? But affection, you can, that's something you can teach. But if you're, it's something well, you can teach. Who you are as a person. It's how you grew up in a house. It's how you've been loved. If you've never been shown love in a, in a home or you have a difficulty expressing or you don't really just understand how to connect with those emotions. Because there's a time when um, Brandon, and he says it all the time, where he had difficulty even like saying, like, Mishi, you look, you look beautiful today. You know? And it, he had difficulty saying it because of all of the other things that he was going through at the time. But when it got to the point where I was like, okay, this is affecting me and it's affecting our relationship, 
because I don't feel the connection. Not just him saying you're beautiful, but just affection or whatever else I was asking that I needed at the time. When he, when I was able to share that with him and when he was able to say, okay, this is something that I want to do, I'm going to work to do better here. So I'm saying, because I have witnessed where some women, I want you to go to church. I want us to do it this way. I want us to do this way. Basically, this is what I wanted. I got an answer for that. Yeah, I was about to say Lead in love. Lead in love. Because I could tell you another thing. And Brandon says it all the time, too. When we speak at PAO and different things, there's been times like he he let us, um, he introduced Christ into our relationship. It wasn't something that I was hanging my hat on. I was kind of like, okay, sure. I'm not against it. I'm not opposed. But I'm not diving 100% in just because. Right. But when I needed God and when I needed God in my marriage, I, I, I found God and all, regardless of what Brandon wanted or didn't want at the time, or if he was busy doing something or if he was in a, a funk or a you rut, didn't pressure it on, did I, you pressure it on? I didn't pressure it on him, but I prayed over that man. I prayed over his pillow. I prayed over his clothes. I prayed over our house Amen. and I went to church. I, um, I did. And, and here, it does. But sometimes he was like, no, I don't I don't really feel like and I would. OK, that's fine. I didn't pressure, but I led in love. But see, what I'm saying is some people some sometimes one partner outgrows the other in Christ. Yep. And a lot of people put it on that partner when they're not at the same level. Sometimes the other partner expect them to be on the same level as them. Yeah. They know God, but it's like, I want you to be right here. And if you're not right here, then. But that can also happen even if you're equally yoked, because there's times in my rela- in our relationship where Antonio is just like right here with, you know, his yeah. walk. And I'm like right here. Yeah. And somebody can come into a relationship like that and they still get here and it staggers, you know, up and down. But like Michi said, if you continue to lead in love and you continue to pray and introduce that, because I would like when Antonio and I would get into it. Oh, I would convict him. I would call the pastors. Everybody's like, oh, call your boy. Or I would just be like, send him prayers like, yeah, God, just please, you know, make sure that he doesn't act this way. And I'd have him being convicted because I know he loves the Lord and I know he wants to do right. So, you know what I mean? If you lead like that or bring that into But some people don't know that. Some people feel like they just have to hound it and it puts more stress on the other person in it. Yeah. And it could push them away. Counseling. It will go to all of these things. That's where that communication comes in. There you go. That communication. But a lot of that I think has to do with the person who's pressuring, not the person who is like, okay, that's you're a lot right now. The person who is pressuring needs to, I feel, which should, would benefit from looking inside themselves and understanding why they're being judgmental of the other person right. and why they're pressuring that person so much to change and what could they potentially change about themselves. Yes. Right. And so that, that to me, like when you're, when that makes me think of that is like that, that person needs, is lacking something um, and is trying to find it in the other person. person. Right. Yep. And so that that would be I mean, but that's tough, too, because it's I mean, all of that is is growing pains. That's not stuff that, you know, going into it. It's stuff that you learn. Nobody gives you a manual about how your relationship is. And we're all with, you know, successful men. And that's hard because all, all their lives, these men have been bowed down to like they are like, you know, people look at them like they're gods and they expect, like, you know, for us to bow down all the time. No. No, we're going to be equal in this house when we, you know, when you go outside, I'll let you take that lead. But in this house, 
we're going to be equal. We're going to communicate. We're going to talk and we're going to work this out. I think going back to your comment about like how we work out our problems, it was me learning how to approach him differently because I realized just, you know, their PAO learning moment that I was constantly like cut tearing him down. Like, you know, branches. it was Brandon just like, that. yeah. So I was constantly like, you know, this big old tree. And I was just like, you didn't do this. Cut a branch. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. And he's already getting that from the world and everybody else. And like, it's here it more. is. I'm his wife. I'm the one who's supposed to love him. I'm supposed to be the one that cheers him and brings him on. And I was treating him just like everybody else. So he had already went through everything outside and come home and hear it. So he was just like, well, F you too. You know, like. He couldn't get what he needed, you know, from me. Well, it goes both ways. Yeah. It goes both ways because they can sure cut, men can cut those branches too. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So I think it's just understanding like what, what you value in your marriage. Like, do you agree with men need respect and women need love? Do you agree? I do. I, just I think both. What, what, what you need as a person. Yeah. So I lead, I need love and respect. Yeah. I, you know, I don't want to negate. With love comes respect, though. Love is respect. Yeah. But I, I, like I feel like these, these men also sometimes, I'm not going to say all men, but they live this life where it was okay to not treat your woman like how we want to be treated now. You know, we all, I don't not going to say we all. Or they don't I know, know how to because a lot of them wasn't. Because what's going on in the locker room is okay. Oh, he's doing it so I know I can treat, I can do this at home. Where actually, no, it's not. It's, it's your household up because you want to act like this. I think the bottom line to all of that, and this is what I'm going to ask you guys this too. What I would say to anybody who is going through something like that or having a, a situation where they're just feeling kind of like shoved to the side or not treated right in their home, it's like you got to know who you are. You got to know who you are. You got to know your value. You have to know your worth. You have to know what you stand for and your morals. And you got to know who you are in Christ. And if you don't believe in Christ, know who you are, are for whoever labels you. Know who you are. And I also believe that you have to find happiness outside of your marriage. Yeah. Like, you know, for a long time, I always thought my happiness came from my husband. And I'm like, no, I've realized that, yo, I'm going to find happiness within yourself. Yeah, within myself. So even if I'm going through something in my marriage, it's not going to make me just this mean, bitter person. No. Yeah. I'm still happy. I'm still jolly. I'm still me. And you can't take that from me, regardless of what we go through, baby. Yeah. You know, I'm still happy. So we do this. We've done this on a couple episodes. What would you tell your younger self? Oh, <laughs> we need a whole hour show for that. We don't have another hour show. So don't you worry. We're going to bring you back. A whole, what would I tell myself? To just not tolerate the bullshit. Not tolerate the bullshit. Don't accept it. Um, you know, like like we said, it's a lot. We grow. We grow through so much. And I, I would just not tolerate a lot of the bullshit that I, I tolerated in my relationship. I think for me, it would be um, to not worry about what other people have to say. Yeah. Like I live and walk in my purpose so much now that like I know who I am, like you said. And like somebody can say something, I'll just be like, ha, you don't even know me, you know. But before I was just like, well, she said this about me or my marriage isn't going to last because I would read comments or just, you know, people, you know, would tear me down with their words. And it used to affect me so much. And like now I like realize like, oh, my God, like I can't believe that I spent years, I mean, years worried about people who didn't know me, people who didn't love me, people, you know, who I would have never even seen if, or knew who they were 
So if I can tell my younger self something, it'll be like, fuck people, you know, who don't matter, you know? Well, I could say you too. I mean, Sherelle, you already know I, I love you. <laughs> but you guys, and I love, I mean, you know I love you too, Kiafa. You guys radiate. And you radiate yes. beauty, and you radiate, you radiate Good energy. Seriously, and so I'm just I'm thankful that you guys are here, and you guys are talking to us and sharing, you know. And I hope that you guys come back for some more episodes with us. So shot one person out who like whether it's somebody that you do business with or makeup or hair. Just who, one. Who, well, <laughs> you could do two. Um. Oh, just friends, makeup, hair, what? Some, a business that you want to support. Um, like we talk about our team and how, you know, there's people who make things happen. You know what I mean? If it's a babysitter or a hairdresser or a nail tech or whomever that you rely on, um, give a shout out. I'm going to have to give a shout out to my husband. You know what? I, I just feel like this pandemic has, I know it's been a tragedy for so many people across the world, but it has brought us together and closer. And I feel like I love him so much more now that we've been through this together. It's, I don't know. This pandemic has just like brought our love to another level. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'm grateful for it. I'm great. You know, we had to stay in the house. But, but for so a long. A lot of marriages were torn. Yeah, and I know. And that's that's I know. a blessing. Um, but I thank you, Mike Vick, for you know, being by my side and loving me. I know I'm not easy to love, so thank you. Aw. And my friends. That. Yeah. And my kids. <laughs> Who would you um, shout out? You know what? I mean, Antonio's, you know, my rock. He knows that. I tell him that every night. But um, I would just like to shout out like the amazing women in my network like and that's just for me from you Michi I'm so proud of you and what you are doing you know I've watched so many of you guys just growing and it just inspires me so it like makes me wake up like okay Terka you're gonna do your hair today you're gonna do your makeup (laughs) girl whatever you know I look you're gonna be beautiful today like y'all just make me just want to just you know just get up and just you know do something so I mean, I'm inspired by a lot of you guys, a lot of my NFL family. So. And it is a real family. Like, it's a real family when you have women in your circle that go through the same things. Because sometimes you can't call just your regular friends and, you know, talk about some of the strange issues that we go through. They're going to be looking at you like, girl, what? So, All the money you got, you, you know. Uh, well, we have a special treat. Um, as always, Chef Lo prepares an amazing dish for us. So, Chef, we have yes, a guest ma'am. today. Mm-hmm. Who who do we have the pleasure of meeting today? So the pleasure you have of meeting today is that special someone I was talking about on Valentine's Day. Her name is Crystal Jones. She's a little shy. She's a little come here, come here, come here, babe. Come, uh, come on, Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Crystal is fine. I appreciate that. You know. Does she help you cook in the kitchen? Of course, of course. She said she she don't want to help me make the oxtails that time. Oh, they were That's why they were so good. That's why they were so good because of her. Wait, so what do we have today? So today we pretty much have a blackened chicken uh-huh. with scalloped potatoes. Pretty much the influence came from back home. It's a little twist on mac and cheese with the scalloped potatoes. That's something that we love to do back home in Bermuda. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you. Thank Y'all you very I much. Love to eat. Ooh. Well, I I'm glad that you brought your significant other since this is a uh, all women round table here. Um, so thank you for trusting us. I'm not going to school you today. I'm not going to uh, ask you too many questions today because, you know what I mean, I, I, want, um, I want everything to be good in the bedroom. Appreciate so, that. You know I appreciate mean? that. <laughs> appreciate that. I'm thank not going to get you, you in you. trouble, all right? Can I ask a question for y'all real quick? Oh, yes. Tell me, tell me something. What do you think about the, this new age, like OnlyFans wave? 
The only oh, that's a new podcast. We got we gonna have to. Oh Lord, we got that yeah, much time. Yeah, we, we, we don't I have that it, much time. There's a lot of opinions. I'm on trying to that. find me something. I can do an OnlyFans, but that's another shit. I know my friend said she wants to show her feet. Right? Yeah. You need a marketing manager. We got you. We got you. I mean, you make the food. I'll show them how to eat this. Hello, there we go. Stiletto challenge on steroids. We're gonna save that for another show. I'm let me think about that question. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Thank so you, nice thank meeting you. Thank you. We can cheers with wine, our drinks, or we can cheers with food. It's up with to you. Because oh, yeah, right? I think this was a <laughs> successful conversation. Thank you for sharing your hearts and opening up. And I hope you guys, please come back. Okay. Don't leave me out here. I got you. In these comments yeah, right. by myself. Y'all know y'all be dressing, boy. Oh, yeah. Y'all. Well, cheers thank to that. you. Cheers. 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 I swear the line was around the corner when she walked right in. High heels, short dress, he should have known right then. He walked over like, you the shorty, I should be rocking. She told him, baby, I'm a job, we need to get clocked in. She next level, ask for the prize, she won't settle. No breaks, so she hit the road, foot to the pedal. No days off, I mean, that's often offensive. She like the ball, like the park with the fences. Yeah, so her lifestyle get awfully expensive. She might dismiss it, but it's hard to resist her, because she's a boss. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.